You are listening to Grand Fresh, a podcast made just for you. Remember to always stay fresh and current, or else. <laughs> See Krentz of Green, Fresh Roses 2, We Sip the Beer, You Listen to. And I think to myself, welcome to Krent Fresh, the show where we explore the current and fresh content of the modern age. I'm here with my uh, modern age correspondent, uh, Alex. Yeah, we've got lots of ages here, all from the modern time. Uh, we're going to tell you about them. Um... <laughs> that, that's basically my resume. I mean, I, uh, I didn't, I didn't give you a lot to work with there. Yeah, yeah. But um, here's our future correspondent, Hank. Oh, I'm coming at you from the future. I'm not actually here. I'm uh, 16 uh, years in the future. Why and, 16? Uh, because that is when uh, the trees strike back, and there is a, a grave war going on. Where's the Olympics going to be held? Um. New York. Oh, New, New York City. City. The year York. previous was Dublin. <laughs> oh, they had an Olympics uh, 15 years in the future and 16 years in the future? <laughs> yeah, the previous year. <laughs> they have an Olympics every year in the future. Yes. Wow. Set for Neo Tokyo. They have a Summer Olympics, a Winter Olympics, a Fall Olympics, the a Olympics, Summer Olympics. The Olympics never stop. A Monsoon Season Olympics. <laughs> And from who's this over here? Someone I see is, is, this, is this the past. He's a future competitor, right? No, he's the past correspondent. Oh, I was standing on the. I'm standing on top of the mountain. I'm frozen solid from the from <laughs> the, the the past universe of where Attila the Hun successfully conquered the world. Why did successfully? You, why did you go there? Why did you go to the freeze land? Well, you could go anywhere in the past. I'm just. I'm. I'm permanent. I'm. I'm. <laughs> You're permafrost. <laughs> Permanently from the past here, my name's the Fred. So uh, one thing that I've noticed about history is that uh, art is the one thing that kind of travels through time. Like the Mona Lisa is a time-traveling painting. It yeah, most people don't know that. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, and we're all, and we're all really traveling through time at the speed of space. So I got a little quiz for us this week. It's been a while since we've done a quiz, and it's uh, what should you draw so together we can find out maybe some subject matter to make our own time traveling piece of artwork. What do you think? Mm, yeah. Oh. Let's let's go in with a time travel angle for this. Put it in the time capsule that is the internet. Yep. So this one comes to us from Amanda. This quiz was created by Amanda. So thank you, Amanda. Thank you very much. We get it. Artist block is real and a challenging thing. That doesn't mean you have to stop drawing though. Take this quiz and find some inspiration. So this has, uh, I'm just going to start this off. This has 29 questions, so we got to go like 29. All right, let's boom, boom, Rabbit boom. speed. Which medium gets you the most excited? Gel pens, calligraphy pens, Adobe Illustrator, chalk, crayons, or Sharpies? I like calligraphy. Adobe Illustrator. You know, I can go with calligraphy. Yeah, I, I think a calligraphy pen is nuts to try <laughs> to like do a drawing with. Which of these flowers best represents you? Hydrangea, sunflower, calla lily, rose, hibiscus. Tulip. Which one excites me? <laughs> Which one best represents you? Oh, Honestly, I, let's go a, a biscuit. I, I think we're going to go with those two lips. Give me the biscuit. 
Hibiscuit biscuit. Hibiscuit. Hibiscuit. What is your favorite part of the body to draw? Snark, snark. We got face, neck, organs, bum, hands, legs, or full figure? Neck. I don't know. You can't sleep on those legs. What do you think? Legs? Fred, Fred, you pick this one. Fred, you're more of a neck guy. From what I know about you, you're kind of a neck guy. I got a pretty big neck, man. You're a big neck head. <laughs> Fred likes to get a neck. <laughs> I'm a big neck guy. Yeah, you told me the other day you were getting a little neck. <laughs> On the side. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do neck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Besides drawing, what else do you like to do? Cheer. Read. Listen to music. Go out with friends. Hiking. Board games. Board games. Yeah, let's just pick board games. <laughs> Fuck it. Which of these best describes you? Honest, brave, open, friendly, trustworthy, or different? <laughs> We're on a last trend here. What haunts you? <laughs> the past. Myself. Robert E. Lee. <laughs> a specific person. Nightmares. The future. <laughs> Which ghosts. correspondent will it be? We either gotta go with ghosts or the future. Who am I more afraid of, Fred or Hank? <laughs> the past or the future? Let, let's go with the past. Yeah, I'm way more afraid of the past. <laughs> uh, which animal would you most like to draw? Sea turtle, elephant, tiger, rhino, kitten, or peacock? Rhino. Oh, sea yeah. turtle. Sea turtle. All right, you guys need to talk it out. What about the bee turtle? Oh, Rochambeau. Bop, boop, beep, boop. Beep, boop, bop, boop. Beep, 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 bop. Yeah. Right. Two, two ties and then Hank wins with rock. So what is it, Hank? Sea turtle. All right. Which of these things do you like best? Marble floors, RVs, indie rock, English breakfast tea, soft blankets, or cloudy days? It's okay. got to be RVs. English we breakfast, breakfast tea or marble floors? Dude, RVs. No, we got two for no, English marble floors right are here. vaporwave as fuck. <laughs> and you know how much I love vaporwave. Okay, Dude, they got, do that. they got recreational vehicles. They also have medicinal vehicles. <laughs> Smoking on that vehicle. <laughs> Where would you most like to visit? The desert, space, the Rocky Mountains, Hawaii, San Diego, or a seashore town? Wow, the, the, the range of like possibilities. San Diego, space. <laughs> yeah, would you rather go to San Diego or space? Or the outer Dude, I'd probably orbit. rather go to space. <laughs> Fuck it, space mode. Yeah. We gotta go nuclear rocket ship to space. Space yeah, man. Uh, okay. Take a microwave to space. Sun or moon? Are they asking like which Pokemon game is better? Yes, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. I would go Sun. Trust the Sun. That has the lion one, right? Praise the Sun. Oh yeah. No, that's Sword. That's that's. Uh, yeah. There's Sword, Sun, Moon, and Moon Two, Shield. Ultra Moon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you most likely to have on your desk? A succulent. A, f- <laughs> a succubus. <laughs> a forgotten cup of tea, iced coffee, a thousand old pens, reference books. An inspirational quote. You gotta go with the succubus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you think a cactus like qualifies as a succubus? <laughs> a Venus flytrap. Oh yeah, that's kind of a succubus plant. Will a Venus fly- flytrap suck your blood? <laughs> It'll, It'll suck your blood. It'll suck, suck something else. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, which of these best describes your dream studio? Colorful, open space, clean, free. I feel like we gotta go with space again. Like space. Well, I mean, free is a. Uh... 
Yeah. Do you want a f- open space, a clean space, or a free space? I, I would like a free space, free like space, a janitor's please. closet, or, or like a bingo board. Yeah, <laughs> a bingo hall. Maybe. I only do my art within the one two tile of the bingo board. Which of these jobs most excites you? Art teacher, fashion illustrator, architect, police sketch artist. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That one. Okay. The other two were gallery owner and greeting card designer. <laughs> Those are pretty good, but please sketch artists. Which of these have you never attempted to draw before? Anime characters. <laughs> a self-portrait. A cityscape. A still life. Anything fantasy or animals. What was the first one? What was the second one? It was the first Self- one was anime. I feel like we cannot, we, we oh, cannot draw the anime. We will get, it is uh, legal in yeah. the current uh, age. Because see, the problem is there are very, very many complex characters in anime. <laughs> most almost. people don't know that. Yeah. They wouldn't want to step on anybody's toes. Which of these careers would you most enjoy? Jewelry designer, web designer, singer, police officer, professional athlete, or travel blogger? Did I say athlete? Yeah, dude, travel blogger. Yeah, I'm I an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> travel I athlete. People are gonna roast me in the comments. Yeah, they're gonna roast me on I'm our Twitter get pages. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. We just had to go uh, get that tumbleweed. Get it out of the studio. Yeah, I might just read this one again. <laughs> Which of these careers would you most enjoy? Jewelry designer, web designer, singer, police officer, professional athlete, or travel blogger? Travel, travel blogger. blogger. We got to travel and It already walk. asked us what job we wanted, and we said something else. And then it asked basically <laughs> yeah. the same well, we're gonna question. We're going to be traveling Instagramming version of the other thing. I don't yeah, be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weren't we police sketch artists, though? How are we going to be a travel blogging police <laughs> sketch artist? <laughs> we're going to make it work, baby. He works remotely. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll find a way. <laughs> we'll make this work. <laughs> There's no money. Like, they're living in a cardboard box. <laughs> Talking to themselves in the mirror. <laughs> These days it's hard to be a traveling, <laughs> blogging, <laughs> skiffily sketch artist. <laughs> Doesn't pay like it used to. <laughs> How would you describe your eyes? Bright and shining, soulful, mysterious, fierce. We're, we're, we're fierce. just like dead and disgusting. Y- you like, like look at our eyes and you feel the fear. <laughs> I say we're fierce. Yeah, let's go let's go fierce. What style do you like best? Pinup girl. Yang yang. Bazoinga. Bright and cheeky. Romantic. Chic. Bohemian. Gothic. We gotta go chic. We gotta go with those gothic girls. <laughs> the large breasted gothic maid. <laughs> what do you think? Hmm. Gothic. Mm, yes. Yes. I don't want to be the one to make the decision. Honestly, I want to leave this one up to Fred. Bohemian? That just oh. means like uh like a poor boy from a poor family. No, it kinda means the opposite. It means like, like a rich boy from a rich family. <laughs> yeah. <kinda. laughs> a rich boy from a poor family. It means like dude. <laughs> Yeah, he just bought and sold a lot of Bitcoin back when it was hot. Uh Bohemian? Yeah. Yeah, let's go Bohemian. Yeah. Alright, Scaramouche. <laughs> What's something that you like about yourself? <laughs> my strength. My laugh. <laughs> my style. My artistic ability, my kindness, or my emotional intelligence. I love my strength. (laughs) I love my emotional intelligence. (laughs) Very strong, very good. Well, it's like when you pick something up and it's like, oh, I'm so glad I was strong enough to pick that up. Yeah, I I think that strength is underrated. People... (laughs) Like, what's something you like about yourself? Be like, I'm strong. (laughs) I can pick stuff up. I can pick you up. (laughs) What's something you love? 
Love stories, flowers, coffee, sunshine, rainy days inside, or pets. Pests. <laughs> Pests. <laughs> it's not what it is. <laughs> rainy days inside. I don't know. I like pests. <laughs> uh, what about... Yeah, let's do pets. Let's just fuck it. Fuck it, pets. <laughs> I'm a pet pets. guy now. We're dog guys. Yeah, I'm really into pets now. <laughs> That's one thing people um, ha- have known about me for a while, but I'm starting to really get into pets. I've been really <laughs> You're just a pet guy. Yeah, I still haven't bought a pet, but if you have any pet suggestions, uh, send it to crunchfresh at gmail.com. Wait, wait, but you're not just into animals? Petting, petting the animals. You're into pets. I'm into pets. Things I can pet. Not animals. You can't pet every animal. But you can't. You can only pet pets. But there's some why pets would they, you why can't would they pet. call them pets? You can't pet a fish. That's not a pet. No, you, you, yeah, can you can pet a fish. You can, you can, can pet a fish. Pet a fish. <laughs> What's this red dot on my forehead? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe we should close the window. Webster, Webster's Dictionary has got <laughs> shooters on me right now. <laughs> uh, which of these drinks are you most likely to enjoy? Water, iced tea, mocha, red wine, orange juice, lemonade. Mocha, ice juice. juice. Lemonade, lemonade. Orange juice. Mocha, red wine. <laughs> Mocha, red wine, lemonade. Do you want to do OJ? OJ. In yeah, honor, in honor of the juice. We love you. <laughs> we love you, juice. <laughs> Baby. OJ. <laughs> How are you most likely to indulge? Binge watching. Taking a me day. Shopping. Eating. Drinking. Going on a date. Eating, drinking, <laughs> having sleeping. Me day. I like ah, taking me a me day. <laughs> taking a me day. It's a me a me day. <laughs> I Saturdays are for the boy. <laughs> ah, Saturdays are for me. Saturdays are for the boy. <laughs> me or for the boil. SpongeBob boy. <laughs> I don't know. Drinking is kind of a a crazy way to indulge. <laughs> hey, we're gonna put that. That so, goes with different. That's not, it's not alcoholic. Yeah, it's uh, O'Doul's. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like nonstop. In honor of St. Patrick's Day, we're going to drink a whole case of O'Doul's. <laughs> Cheers, boys. What scene would you I... most like to draw? A national park, a bookstore, a garden, a concert, a sport, an everyday experience. An everyday experience? Wouldn't it be a police face? That's an everyday experience. Crime doesn't pay. It also happens all the time. <laughs> Crime, crime pays. Imagine, crime pays every day. Imagine all the money lost to crime every day. One day we'll, we'll find it. It's not really the lost rainbow because it, the, the criminal then uses it on stuff and it gets circulated. What time of the day do you like to draw? Morning, afternoon, night, anytime. Afternoon. Even when I'm sleeping. All right, five questions left. We can do this, boys. Wow. We're really pushing through this one. <laughs> yeah. What kind of house would you most like to live in? A villa, a studio, a brownstone, a bungalow, a two-story house, a cottage. Bungalow. Bungalow. It's got to be bungalow, and it a upsets villa. me that Hank didn't mispronounce bungalow. <laughs> yeah, we got to do bungalow. All right, <laughs> the bungalow. All right, all right, shh, shh, everyone quiet. It is time <laughs> for... S- say it. Say, say, the, say the funny say word. Say bungalow. Say the funny bungalow. bungalow. No, 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 no. No, the funny bungalow. one. No, the the funny one. What? <laughs> the bongolo. Oh, there we go. There we go. He still got it. <laughs> he doesn't miss. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll do bungalow. <laughs> Which element would you most like to drop? Fire, water, ice, ice. earth, the fifth one, air. Ice. Air. Ice. Yo, we gotta we're, go we're trapped in the ice. We must escape. Oh, yeah, we got a free Fred. <laughs> I just, I just want to draw air and just hand it a blank piece of paper. Yeah. How just would blow you... wind in their face. <laughs> How would you describe yourself? Whimsical, soulful, preppy, focused, colorful, or fierce? We oh, already we said go fierce. fierce. Yeah, we already did this. Fierce. 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 What do you draw most often? Faces, animals, nature, space, food, or something space. else? <laughs> I just draw blank space. It's going to tell us we're going to draw fierce space. What other form of art do you like best? Film, dance, paintings, nail art, fashion, or music? A little music. Holy sketch. A little nail art. <laughs> A little nail art. Let's do that. I already clicked music. Okay. Fuck it. <laughs> Which of these animals do you most relate to? And this is the last question, so oh, think good. This, okay. is, this is important. Hippo, elk, lion, moose, bear, or monkey? Hippo. Moose. All right, debate. It's like a more extreme cow. It's even got in the name. Like, it's moo. But a hippo's kind of an more, extreme cow. There are more deaths from hippos than a lot of things. Water cow. It's because moose are a fairly peaceful species. Yeah. Are moose. We... Moose. <laughs> moose. All right. All right. Everyone cool with moose? No. <laughs> oh, hippo. Hippo. But hippo. it's okay. Okay. I'll concede. Let's see. Moose. All right. Drum roll, please, guys. You're going to love this one. Uh, it's going to say sex. <laughs> Oh, what is it? Uh, you should draw a surrealist piece. Yay! Woo! Yeah, thank you, Amanda. That was great. I'm gonna go draw that later. After See, I draw a police sketch. Amanda needs to learn from the quiz master, Danielle. Yeah, Danielle really makes the best quizzes. Yes. So if you can find a cool Danielle quiz from, like, the... Uh, the history on quizney.com send it to us at crentfresh at gmail.com yeah thanks amanda <laughs> for nothing <laughs> so Not i got a new friend for us this week and uh this one kind of goes in line with the uh the old sicko mode uh thing that's <laughs> happening <coughs> so this one comes to us from uh texas and it's from tito's vodka the story is from huffington post and the title is, People keep threatening to replace hand sanitizer with vodka. Tito begs them to stop. Oof. If ever anyone deserved to have a few stiff shots right now, it's the social media team at Tito's Vodka. Since Monday, some Twitter users have suggested using the Austin, Texas-based distillery's product to make hand sanitizer and have tagged the company. The tweets range from possibly serious to probably not serious at all. <laughs> that tends to be how I see online discourse. It's probably serious and probably not serious. Yeah, it's, it's like according to seriousness. The best is when it's serious, but like it looks like a joke. You're like, how could this be weird? How could this possibly be a discourse they're having? Uh, so the, total, the Tito's social media team responded with the same consistent message, please just don't. <laughs> Our hand sanitizer may be tasty, but it is not efficient Just use of our product. Say it over and over again. Some people were happy that Tito's was so frank that its vodka lacked coronavirus fighting capabilities. <laughs> yeah, they weren't like, come to the store, get all the Tito's, it's the health juice. Could you imagine if it actually cured coronavirus? 
Drink oh. Tito's. It's so like at the curious. end of the movie, they're like, it's just Tito's. It's you like have that. to drink Tito's. Give <laughs> like your infant Tito's. <laughs> Others offered alternative beverages to rid their hands of germs. So what do you guys think is like a cool germ killing? A Shirley Temple. <laughs> a Shirley Temple, yeah. Maybe pour some Sprite. A don't? Rick Grimes. <laughs> a, a what? Roger Rabbit. What's the What's the the guy version of a Shirley Temple? A salty a Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. <laughs> there we go. A salty Williams. <laughs> yes. It's that salty cocktail that everybody loves. Doctor, give me a salty Williams. <laughs> I think that you could probably call a margarita a salty Williams if you really wanted to. Well, that's more like a martini. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's like a dirty teeny. martini or something. Yeah. Apple teeny. Look at you. Look at you. Look over at you. Those are so good though. Yeah, I'll take a margarita with sugar on the rim. That's cool, right? Give me a salty Williams and an apple teeny. <laughs> I'll take mine with sugar and salt. We can't do that. <laughs> Give me the saltini. One person thought there was a simple solution: Bacardi One Fifty One. Which apparently you can burn and uh, burn it with liquid oxygen and it makes rocket fuel. So that's very cool. Very nice. Yeah, so that's really all I got to give you here. Uh, Huffington Post does not really do great journalism. So shout out oh. to Huffington Post. Yeah, they should probably stop like huffing that post. <laughs> 420 huffing on the post. Anyways, so <laughs> I have some new... Uh, fiendish friends or friendish fiends depending on where your allegiances lie but on Super Tuesday a rogue vegan group did a, a powerful act of display and appeared on the Joe Biden stage and challenged him to a fight yes Yes! Joe finally gets to break out his boxing gloves. It's like, listen here, Jack. <laughs> show us what he's made of. I haven't whipped out these bad boys since uh, Salty Williams was was on the world stage. He's had, he has a lot of experience with uh, corn pop. He really taught corn pop. He meant business. But yes, they had their highest profile moment yet when the two women rushed on stage and crashed former Vice President Joe Biden's rally in Los Angeles, screaming and holding an image of a wide-eyed calf because they're like the dairy group. Like, they're really, like, fighting dairy, like all the dairy companies. Did he French kiss them when they came up on stage? No, so he He's instead... Like, this is my granddaughter. <laughs> he was like... Dude, so when he also mixed up his uh, wife and his sister, they both uh, jumped at the chance and they fought the vegans. Well, Joe Biden just kind of was like, he's like, I'm tapping out, I'm tapping out. He's like, I'm going to leave. You take on the vegans. But photos and videos of Biden's wife, Jill, and a senior campaign advisor, Simone Sanders, pulling the woman off stage circulated online and television, uh, leading to perplexed viewers to ask, what is this let dairy die? And how are they all over the Democratic primary race? Because they also hit folks such as Bernie Sanders and no! Elizabeth Warren. No! no! no dairy militia, they're coming for your fave. But it is a campaign led by Direct Action Everywhere, a coalition of animal rights activists who are trying to stop an industry that they say enslaves and tortures animals at the expense of the environment. The group has for years released videos, many taken secretly, trying to expose bad practices in the meat industry. We talked to that group's leader who had this to say. Moo, moo, moo. <laughs> Cow lover. Moo, moo, moo. They also do rescues of animals in captivity and public protests. And like one on Tuesday, 
they have chained themselves together in front of a Whole Foods Market grocery <laughs> store and a Chipotle <laughs> restaurant. Oh, I just had a thought. Like, um, you know, people like will sometimes chain themselves to a tree when they don't want it to get cut down. These people like chain themselves to a cow when they don't want it to get slaughtered. <laughs> and instead, they just walk it through the slaughterhouse. They, just get, they also, they also get slaughtered. We should go like chain ourselves to, like a blockbuster or something. <laughs> <laughs> don't demolish our blockbuster or like a Pizza Hut. A friendlies. This is our culture. <laughs> Stop raising my heritage. <laughs> But the race for the Democratic presidential nomination has given them a very public platform, and many of them have risked arrest and vitriol over the broadcast of their message. Last night was the perfect place and the perfect time to get everyone's eyes on a really troubling issue that is almost entirely overlooked in the political discourse of the nation, said a man uh, who spoke... <laughs> the man who spoke. I can't believe they got him. Yep, he was a he was a they got talkie guy on record. But it was the sixth political campaign event in three weeks that they disrupted. So like, I just want to take a moment to realize that like, these are the troops. These these vegans are so like good at getting past security that they're just like any political event. They're like. It's a display of power. We could kill you at any moment. We're just yeah. showing you, you know that what? we can't. I have a general pro-disruption view, so like this is this is doing doing good work here. But in Carson City, Nevada, earlier, Sanders was forced to or Bernie Sanders was forced to step aside when a woman grabbed the microphone from him. He yanked it back, but then she grabbed a different microphone and still continued. <laughs> she pulled out like a <laughs> He walked away from the lecture as he said, like she's like, Bernie, I'm your biggest supporter, and I'm such a fan. I'm here to ask you to stop propping up the dairy industry. And then three other women, uh, one of them was topless, walked up to the lectern <laughs> holding photographs of animals and trying to demonstrate the violence that is being occurred against them. Uh, they were, my, my dead animal pictures are up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those, that audience was staring hard at those animal pictures. Um, they also hit, uh, in Los Angeles, Warren uh, was more accommodating when two women rushed on stage holding up their signs. She smiled at them, and perhaps a little tightly as they yelled from the stage. And then on Tuesday, Biden was hit. And yeah, then his, uh, his wife and the advisor lady just shoop, took him right out. Biden was like, this, ain't, this is not the first time a cow person has uh, come on to one of my... <laughs> One of my talky things. But, like, isn't it weird? Like, it's so easy to just, like, get, like, literally right next to a presidential nominee. Imagine if they were, like, we would, like, assassinate. Like, imagine what if, if the dairy group assassinated somebody. I'm still waiting for the, like, Zoomer streamer character who goes up and does, like, bad stand-up comedy with the stolen mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was swiping through Tinder and... <laughs> like, subscribe to PewDiePie. <laughs> still have a great time as your UK correspondent. Do you, do you actually correspond with them over there? Yeah, I, I called the UK. He said he was doing well. Okay, that's um, good. Did you call the king? UK stands for Uncle Cracker. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, the king's doing well. Um, headline, mum, M-U-M. Oh, classic spelling. <laughs> Amazing. This is from the mirror, of course. Mum brands kids' book explaining reproduction, child-friendly Kama Sutra. Oh, oh I bet Joe Biden would be kind of into this. Yeah, definitely. It's like, oh. Uh, a mom named Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> a mom has left thousands of other parents shocked 
by sharing the contents of a book explaining to children how babies are made, saying it contains aerial acrobatics, fetish clown <laughs> outfits, and space hoppers. Does it include <laughs> sucking toes? Imagine confusing your children that bad for that reason. <laughs> you have to do three backflips, but like, only then. Your kid's like, how are babies born? And instead of giving them like the really easy scientific explanation, you instead try to explain to them that like some people like to have sex in clown outfits. <laughs> you have to do a circus ritual. No, it gets, so it gets so much better. A mom was left baffled by a children's book she found in a doctor's waiting room containing bizarre explanations and diagrams of clowns demonstrating sexual positions. <laughs> the book, Mummy Laid an Egg. <laughs> oh. What? Oh, no. Just, oh. Uh, by Babette Cole. Starts off innocent enough before taking a very surprising twist. Sharing images of the book on Facebook, Catherine Peck, uh, the subject of our story here, you know, wanted other parents to experience what she... Branded the child friendly Kama Sutra guide, and it left thousands questioning the content. <laughs> but, um, some of these descriptions. Holy shit. Okay. So, by page six, readers are introduced to simplified drawings of genitalia with an arrow from the, yeah, from the thing to the thing. You know. Um, <laughs> the hee to the doozy was. It, it explains Daddy also has a tube. <laughs> the scenes from the pods come out of it. The tube goes into mommy's <laughs> So I have a picture of the book up on my computer oh, right now. You got oh, it. what the fuck? It's kind of tiny on Amazon, but it's like, it definitely is like very crude clowns having sex with each other. <laughs> oh, God. Then the seeds swim inside using their tails. Oh, this is so bad. Alex, you're kind of explaining to me something that I never heard when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're taking notes right now. You're like, wait, hold on. What, what about daddy's tube? <laughs> daddy's Scribbles furiously. Um, so it then moves on to provide examples of the ways in which people have sex, showing a couple flying along a skateboard, and everybody's favorite, somebody doing a headstand while another bounces horizontally on top of them, holding a colorful umbrella and spinning a ball on their finger. Oh, and both are wearing clown hats and noses. Can I wear? Can I? Uh, can I, I wear the nose? Drop clown nose. <laughs> drop his clown nose. Uh, can I read a review? Yes, please. So this please. is a five-star review from Amazon. This is from Tamara L. Thane. She wrote, "Good book. Not a big deal for the open-minded." Oh, so going for the high ground here. Oh, I'm, I'm so open-minded. Yeah, you cavemen who don't like daddy's tubes. <laughs> Easy approach to breaking it to the kids. I gave it to my daughter when she was about nine. She didn't think anything of it. Maybe it's because we're not uptight in our household. Sex is natural, and they can relate to the drawings. Yeah, if your nine-year-old kid can relate to the clowns having sex, I think you have way bigger, bigger troubles on your mind. wrong. Yeah, something way worse is happening. <laughs> okay, I. The, it, this just keeps going. So the mom of three describes... Okay. I didn't finish the review. Oh, okay. Keep going. Uh, sex is a natural thing, and they can relate to the drawings. Anyhow, this book worked for us. It's a big deal if you make it one. I actually own two copies. Wow. <laughs> wow. Why would you need to own that many copies? Oh, my God. All right, Alex, continue. One for the kids, one for the parents. <laughs> <laughs> Which is they need to figure it out. <laughs> a sperm is depicted winning the race to the egg. As others head off with their tails between their legs, claiming we was robbed. <laughs> what? <laughs> a very relaxed mom Please. is shown giving birth to her child, who joyfully pops out to politely greet their parent. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Okay. Babies so yeah. don't do that. That's not accurate. <laughs> Just for Hello. the for those keeping score. 
I have a uh, one-star review here from Mary, and she wrote, The illustrations and content in this book are not at all appropriate for young children. <laughs> illustrations are funny for adults, though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that second copy probably probably was for the parents. <laughs> yeah, maybe they wanted their own so they could learn some clown moves for their own uh, bedroom experiences. This would be a funny Yankee swap gift. I, I like this comment on the article. They're just like, all right, done it, done it, done it. Oh, Space Hopper. Gonna try that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, all I got. That's ridiculous. Yeah, this is is a new fiend. Yeah, Yeah, that's very fiendish. I mean, it's a good idea. I guess it's not. No, you're gonna put this book in quarantine. (laughs) The clown, the aerial clown sex book is going into quarantine. Yeah. We're gonna keep the fiend theme going here, unfortunately. Not the clown sex theme? No, no. Damn Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, we'll we'll be back here next. I know we just lost half our audience right there. Although, so it's... I guess... uh, We'll see, we'll see. The damage is incalculable! Oh, shit. (laughs) An Easter Island Moai statue? Yep, yep, yep. Destroyed... No, Moai. Destroyed oh, okay. by a truck. Oh no! That is actually arrest the truck. Terrible. That's it's so sad. Those things are thousands of years old. It was an accident, apparently. In the new Far Cry, <laughs> <laughs> and it was by a Chilean island resident. So these are the uh, Easter Island heads, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get destroyed by a truck. Damn. A private vehicle, not a commercial one. NBC specifies. For some reason, crashed into one of the stone figures and badly damaged it, and the ahu or platform it was perched on. And the picture, <laughs> th- that thing is obliterated. That is in a million pieces. Did the truck like super explode? The truck is perfectly fine. What? Oh my god! <laughs> it's a good truck, American made. <laughs> Actually, Ford is made in Mexico. Yeah, maybe if that Easter Island head was made in America, it would still be standing. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Local authorities believe the accident was caused by a brake failure, caused the truck to slide downhill, and like that before they had put in they had put in a piece of legislature that you could only come within a certain distance to the statues. You can only get so much head driving. So yeah, that's right. There's a limit on how much head you can see. <laughs> now now they're going to decrease the amount of head you can see. Because of this. No! <laughs> Even more than it was before. So, yeah. Uh, These people have a right to head. <laughs> it's the God-given right on that island. Yeah, the, the island's mayor, Pedro Pablo Petero Edmonds Pow-Wow. I'm, I'm sorry for laughing, but Pedro Pablo is, <laughs> like, like, to have two first names that both start, like, that... That's really funny. The way you said that sounded like a Hank name. You're like, Pedro Pablo. <laughs> Is his name actually Pedro Pablo? Or oh, did you yeah. read it wrong? Pedro, Pedro, Pedro Pablo Patero Edmonds Powwow. <laughs> Powwow is his last pa- name? Paoa? Oh, it's, yeah. Powwow. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. Powwow. <laughs> so he's the one who was calling for stricter regulations. Uh, Dude, make the regulations stricter. We must tighten <laughs> All trucks must come equipped with, like, those little boots that, like, stop them from rolling. <laughs> oh, you mean, like, the ones that they put on your car when yeah. you get, like, impounded? It automatically engages. <laughs> it's like you are too close to a head statue. Or the head, they give the head laser eyes so it can shoot away invaders. 
See, I like that solution better. <laughs> All right, we need the laser-proof trucks now. <laughs> Do you know that the they actually have bodies underneath them? I did really? not know that. Oh, and they like waddled them like back and forth like yeah. this. So they're like um, I mean, headstones, basically. I mean, if you if you've already dug a mass grave, you might as well use it before you drop the statue in there. I mean, like, what's the, what's the point of a statue if you're not going to put a mass grave right there? <laughs> I mean, you had to dig the hole anyway. You might as well fill it with bodies and then <laughs> drop the statue there. There was the sites of every war they ever had on the island. Yeah, I think uh, I I watched a History Channel thing on that island, and they like used all the wood on the island, and then they were like, "Oh shit! Now we can't make a canoe to leave the island." <laughs> <laughs> and then because there was no trees there was no food so then they uh just started doing that and eventually there were no more people left to carve the stones and they all died oh my god that's the stone carvers. yep kind of fun though just yeah kind of fun, kinda fun. <laughs> a little vibe they had a little fun little with vibe it. for you they had a little fun with being trapped on the island <laughs> <laughs> let's make something they yeah. had some nice big bonfires yeah, and Burning speaking of a, of a big bonfire, hopefully we don't have to roast Hank over one after we uh, get a taste of these candies. Oh, this God. Week. Please this, no more black liquor. This may be the heaviest one yet. <laughs> really? The, the, the just keep getting heavier and heavier. I hope I'm pleasantly surprised with this one. Uh, it, it feels, feels like so soft. Substantive. It feels soft, though. I'm going to give it a little change in the... Uh, oh, mm. get a little, a little, a little sound action. A little shika shika. Shika shika. All right. You mind if I open it? Go ahead, open the ceremonial loot chamber. Oh, oh it's Zots. Ah! <laughs> My dude, we got some Zots. Zots, baby. Napoleon, give me some of your Zots. So we have not just one, not just seven, but we have 100 Zots. 100 Okay, so there are a ton of different flavors out here. Does somebody want to read the front there? This apple is a grape. You have a raspberry, a cherry, an orange, a watermelon, and a strawberry. All right, so we all should try different ones. Who wants orange? Yeah, I'm going for the apple first. All right, give me, a hand, apple. give me a, an assorted handful. So we got watermelon, I think, there. Some grape? Yeah, grape. Uh, cherry. I need green. Mm. Yeah, I, I think the greens you. are gonna be where the greens gonna be where it's at. Apple. Alright, oh, so everybody I'm gonna try blue raspberry here. So I did disappoint in the individually wrapped factor. There is so much wrapping. Yeah, yeah. but no, it, this is like desk candy. Like it comes in kind of a like very large container. So, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna allow it. So Zots. There's more flavor where the fizz is. It's, it's like a hard candy bean thing. Yeah, it's interesting so. though, because if you buy these individually or not in a hundred Count bags. Um, oh, so oh, these are just good. Jolly Ranchers. They just yeah. come in no, string form. Of stuff. It's a little sour. Oh my god! Don't bite into it. Don't bite into it. Yeah, I know. You are foaming at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! No, did you bite into it? I did. I mean, it's gonna take us forever to suck down all these yeah. candies. True. I'm drowning. <laughs> Drowning in the fizz. <laughs> How many did you put in your mouth, Hank? Huh? <laughs> I just want. But I'm gonna try six next. <laughs> Go from one to six. Honestly, the it fills your mouth. Dude, there's so much fizzy. All right, because these are a fizzy candy. There's like a powder. Yeah, so imagine it. a Jolly Rancher, but in the middle is kind of like um, fundit powder, but it's very fizzy. So like. When you bite in there, it just releases this wave of, like, sour. There's a lot of foam, too. It comes out even when you're just sucking on it, too. Not You don't have to bite it. <laughs> That's what she said. Honestly, I, re I really liked the blue raspberry. I'm going to try the orange one. 
I'm eating the cherry one right now. Yeah, I'm going for that oh. blue one. The apple is wicked good though. Uh, watermelon, not good. Yeah, that's kind of. There's a watermelon. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna have the watermelon. No, you don't you. want it? I gotta try the watermelon next. I. Honestly, you can bite right into them. I think that's the ideal way to eat these. Honestly. So I just want to take a moment to read the label here. Soften it a little bit. I think. So it's Zot's Fizz. It is a power candy. Mm. It, it says like you think it would say powder. <laughs> it does say power candy. There's more flavor where the fizz is, but it's spelled incorrectly. No, it's very true. Like once you get to that fizz stuff in the middle, like it is extremely overwhelming. No, this is definitely a very powerful candy. I kind of mm. feel that. Mm -hmm. Well, my pork, my pork the power. Yeah, these are these are doing a number on the <laughs> molars. What on earth is this? Oh, I was like, what flavor of sauce is this? I have to say, I think the apple one's my favorite. Oh, apple's so good. I don't like green apple stuff, so I'm probably not going to try that. I, I would try the Alex, apple. you should try it. It's, I think it is the best flavor. Like, it's kind of just a sour flavor. Like, it's not really apple. It's just sour. How do you guys think this compares to that Turkish um, fizzy candy thing that we also had? Oh, I honestly prefer the, the fact that it was chewable. Yeah, the hard candy is good, but it's like... Yeah. No, I like the chewable ones. And the hard candy, it's kind of odd. Hmm. I feel weird, like, eating these by myself because I just, like, launch one down my throat and just, like, <laughs> suffocate. Mm -hmm. You feel like with the fizz, it's a real possibility. Mm. Oh, see, I like the watermelon one. Mm. Uh, see, I approve every flavor so far. I gotta try green apple. For me, the cherry and the apple. For me, I'm, I blue raspberry and watermelon were the best. The cherry was really good. Yep. The grape is also killing me right now. I had the grape, but I didn't really like it. Mm. I think the only one I didn't get was the orange one. The one we have the most of. Yeah. I'll try this out and tell you how it, how it goes. I think I've eaten all of them at this point, so I'll be ready to give my review. That's seven. You got to seven of these my pork stomach. Dude, you ate seven already? Wow, got on my second... Mm -hmm. Um, it's a weird kind of fizz. It's like not the soda foam. It's like, like you filled your mouth with soap, but it was really tasty. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Um, this is kind of a fun candy. I mean, I've eaten a lot of them. They have a very nice flavor, and they're very thin too. Like you can kind of crunch right through them. Yeah. You've already eaten seven, dude. What? Yeah. And I, I'm gonna give this a four. It's kind of a cool desk candy. Like, if I had this on my desk at work, people would be like, what is that? And I'd be like, oh, you should try it. It's, it's like, fizzy and bubbly. Dude, and I think <laughs> I'm going to bring this to my desk at work. Like, that's a good idea. It's fun. Um, I got to say, um, so I, this is, candy's definitely in my wheelhouse. Like, my favorite kind of candies are just kind of, like, the really, just, like, sweet or, like, sour, kind of disgusting <laughs> ones. But, like, I slightly prefer, what was the, that Turkish candy? Um... I've completely forgotten the name. Zaffos? No. Zappos? Yeah, but I gave those a five. And this is there in the flavor department for me, and it has its own little gimmick that I like, but I can't quite give it a five. I, a f I'm thinking a four, but it might be a four and a half. I, I think I would probably give this a four and a half. Yeah, I give this a four as well, because like, I like the chewy factor on those um, Turkish delight. No, not. But how are those called? Um, I can look at the episode names real quick. Oh, Toffics. Mm. Toffics, yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Toffics. Those were really good because, like, the chewy, awesome. Like, I feel like this candy has a very powerful inside, but not a very powerful outside. Like, I enjoyed the outside of the Toffics much more than the Sots. 
Mm, I can see that. It's actually very frustrating that this is hard candy. I don't remember what I gave the Toffix, but I'm going to bump it up to a four and a half. Mm. Just to elevate it, because the Toffix is better than this. So. so you might have been sleeping on the Toffix a little bit. Uh-huh. I'm going to give this a three and a half, because it's really frustrating me. Wait, really? <laughs> It's frustrating. I, I want now, it we, to now be, we get to hear his reason. I want it to be chewy so bad. I just it, it it's making my jaw hurt. <laughs> Anything's chewy if you chew hard enough. I think you're just sucking on it too long. <laughs> Fred's well, tired from all the sucking. Chew into it right away. All the fizz comes at me at the same time. You gotta suck some of it out first. Now you just gotta learn how to swallow all the fizz. <laughs> yeah, I do have to say <laughs> instead of spitting the fizz. So I I said like four and a half. I'm thinking maybe four. Like. I've had four of these. I want to try all the flavors, but my stomach is like, no, please. Yeah, I'm like kind of wondering if I should keep continue to eat these things. <laughs> yeah, my diet today has just been terrible. <laughs> I've had basically seven pieces of candy, a bacon, egg, and cheese, and a, uh, a donut. <laughs> and a cup of coffee. Yeah, I'm just here with a beer and four pieces of candy. <laughs> I got I got three pieces of candy and a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. Yeah. I had a cup of orange juice. <laughs> that's so got, good. So we got a three and a half and three fours here. So that's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, definitely I'd well above average. I'd recommend this, especially if you like to have like... I mean, the thing about this candy is I think it's accessible. Like, I feel like if you put this on your desk, it doesn't have a scary name. It doesn't have a foreign language written on it. It's like, also versatile, it's just, too. So, like, yeah. Ian like the... Um, I like certain flavors and not yeah, other ones. He was like the, he liked the apple. He liked the cherry. I like the blue raspberry. I like the watermelon. Like, there's definitely a flavor that you're going to like in this bag. Yeah. All right. And I think on that positive note, we'll head out to intermission and we'll catch you on the flip side. Oh, yeah. Be flip, flip. Tom Poston. Zots. Julia Mead. Zots. Jim Backus. Zots. Fred Clark. Zots. Cecil Kellaway. Zots. What Zots? <laughs> Well, if you've got Zots, you'll get the point. This is Professor Jonathan Jones, an ordinary, normal, everyday type absent-minded professor. Until he stumbles on a magic word that produces riotous results. Zots. What's Zots? It's the hardest word in the world to explain. Well, sir, it's this power I have. Power? When you Zots a dull after-dinner speaker, you liven him up by slowing him down. Yes, yes, General. Very nice indeed, Abu. Thank you. When you throw a little Zots into a party, it really starts to jump. Would you be interested in a method to immobilize, even destroy, as you choose, every living thing within range of vision, ships, tanks, planes? How do you intend to go about this? Uh, light rays, uh, sound vibrations, black magic? Yes. I'm a human weapon.
plots to steal zots, land the professor in some hot spots. Zots! What zots? It's the magic word for fun on land. Zots. Zots. At sea and in the air. And we're back to Crunt Fresh. We're on to our next segment. Release the presses. Release the presses. I want to see those presses being released right now. Here they come. Oh, they actually listen to me. In wow. the presses. Impressive. <laughs> the presses have arrived. Depressing. Impress my presses. Bring the press around. I'd like to speak to the press. Preston, <laughs> come over here. Can the real press please stand up? Preston, what gives? <laughs> where are my presses, Preston? Preston, you are the keeper of the presses. Now, Bring where them. are they? What Release have you done with them? The Release them. Presses. As, as, as you wish, sire. <laughs> the presses. Yes, uh, the presses are here. They're here. To stay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. I made that joke like 7,000 times on this show, and I always change it. <laughs> uh, so this is called A Force in the Show Ring. This is from Miami, dated March 6, 2020. So this is about a horse. Ooh. <laughs> A handsome dark bay Paso Fino stallion Vivaldi de Besolu continues. Yeah, Vivaldi de Besolu. <laughs> I think that's actually the name it's of the Japanese horse. Japanese horse. <laughs> yeah, I think Vivaldi de Besolu is the name of the horse. Okay, that's a very nice horse name. <laughs> yeah, he continues with his extraordinary winning streak. On on February twenty third, twenty twenty, for the second year in a row, he was crowned the Grand Champion Classic Fino Stallion of the Spectrum International Show Yay! in Miami. Yeah, so big congratulations to Vivaldi de Besolu. What an accolade, man! Yeah, uh, it was hosted by the Florida Paso Fino Horse Association. <laughs> of all these highly specific competitions and organizations <laughs> and breeds of horses. Yeah, it's, so it's the uh, Duffino County Stiddy One. Cut all of this. I got, got no joke. It's the horses. The, the horse and the horses, whatever. Horsey days and... Yeah, that's good. All of this. This is good content. Horsey, horsey, horsey. Horse, 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 horse. Joke, 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 joke. <laughs> yeah, so not only was the Spectrum International Award a great achievement for the Besselu Collection Farm, Vivaldi also holds many other equally important titles. The great achievements of the Paso Fino Horse Association's Grand National Championship titles for an extraordinary four consecutive years. 2016, 2017, 18, and 19. Quadruplets! <laughs> Uh, he is now tied to the legendary stallion Cappuccino. Cappuccino. Hey, Cappuccino. Capicola. <laughs> Copy post. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Cappuccino won 84, 85, 86, and 87. 
And uh, Vivaldi was also awarded the World Cup Champion Stallion in Bogota, Colombia in 2017. And third placement in Puerto Rico in 2019. What a good horse. Yeah, so what I think is crazy is these people are transporting this horse great distances to compete in these competitions. Like This horse is traveling the world. This horse has probably gone That's to more so countries. strong. This horse has gone to more countries and more places than I've been. <laughs> do you do think he has his own private horse jet? Yeah, do you, do you think, think he, he flies? Rides a horse? <laughs> Can you bring a horse onto a plane? Has anyone ever done Wait, that? Wait, I'm going to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like I the horse plane. I don't know how you would secure a horse in a plane. Like there's no way it would be able to like stand up well. <laughs> you just kind of stand there in the middle of the aisle. Well, you, the, you know how they have those cameras that stay steady no matter how much rocking you do? Or like a chicken when you put Dude, a camera on the chicken's no, head. No, they get one of those little baby gimbal, hammocks gimbal, where they put called. the horse in the little, they, a little thing. They, they make a horse gimbal. Gimbal? Yeah. Like the, the Scotty dogs? <laughs> uh, so this has just come straight off of Google. Uh, horses cannot travel in the usual planes that you and I would travel in. They have to travel in cargo planes. Oh. Or but horse not planes. All, yeah, horse planes. <laughs> but not all cargo planes can carry horses. Not all horses are planes. <laughs> but all planes are, are horses. horses. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, makes it sense. a plane is really a modern day horse. <laughs> I mean, when you turn on the plane, what do you say? Would you ride the giddy up horse? Yeah. Bird. I love it when the captain comes on right before we start flying. He goes, oh, this is your captain speaking. Oh, nay, nay, nay. <laughs> He's like, nay, 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 nay. He's like, giddy up. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, some people do take miniature horses on planes, though, as, like, uh, support animals. Support take animals. them on miniature planes. Miniature horses? <laughs> a miniature horse on a miniature plane. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have one of those gliders, like, at the air shows where it's the two people back to back, and, like, just one of them is a horse. Yeah. Can I get you a miniature, miniature can of Coke? <laughs> the shit <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> Um, winning prestigious titles such as these is a highly sought-after dream of many Paso Fino horse owners. Vivaldi de Besselu, who owned the Besselu Collection... <laughs> this is so many words <laughs> that are so strange. Uh, de Besselu Luigi. Vivaldi de Besselu, who owned... Vivaldi de Besselu, who owned by the Besselu collection of Mike Canopy, Florida, is proving time and time again that he is truly talented individual. <laughs> Those are the who's words man's? written on the page. I'm who's, not making this shit up. Who's man? Like I'm, the, I'm probably one of four people who's ever read this article ever and probably ever will. This press release is new as fuck. <laughs> Uh, de uh, he's proving time and time again that he is truly talented individual. His owner, Mr. Benjamin Leon III, is extremely <laughs> proud of Vivaldi de Besselu. So, Mr. Benjamin Leon III owns Vivaldi de Besselu. Oh my god. And he owns a By the Besselu album coming out this <laughs> Yeah, he owns the Besselu collection, which is like probably just a bunch more horses with stupid <laughs> names. By the Besselu. <laughs> Uh, Leon, having been a breeder for over 38 years and having many national, grand national, and international, <laughs> national, oh, national, comma, grand national. I thought it was national, grand the national. national. Grand <laughs> Yo, your horse went to the national, grand national? <laughs> oh, mine was only in the national, the national. I got my panache and the grand national. <laughs> Yo, where'd, you natural. Get, where'd you get your national panache? <laughs> <laughs> My natural panache is natural. 
Oh, 100%. My <laughs> <laughs> grand national national. Uh, Vivaldi's trainer, Eliser Guzman, says he loves the show ring. I strongly believe Vivaldi knows when he has won. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like the horse, like he can, t- like he's like a horse whisperer. He can like tell the horse is feeling proud. <laughs> it's like fuck yeah, dude. Don't worry, he is happy. <laughs> he especially loves all the attention. Also, when he is given vacation time at the farm. <laughs> After a while, he appears sad, but he perks back up when he is training and gets excited to see us preparing the trailer to head to shows. He's a very happy horse. This horse, like, I wonder if it's a, like, an old Mr. Universe is, like, trapped in this horse's body. (laughs) (laughs) Like a Botox experiment went horribly wrong. Like a Botox horseman, if you (laughs) They injected, yeah. (laughs) They injected him with horse collagen to, like, make him look... Like, forever young, but More instead horse-ier. it made him into a horse. Uh, the Pasofino breed is born with a gait unique and natural to the breed, and its attitude seems to transmit to the observer that this horse knows its gait is a very special gift that must be executed with style and pride! Exclamation point. The gait is smooth, rhythmic, purposeful, straight, balanced inflection, and synchronous front to rear. Smooth taste. <laughs> Smiled Smile. over time. <laughs> yeah. Hor- strong horse over time. Uh, Pasofino is a graceful, agile, and supple equine athlete that uses all four legs with precision and harmony. You want. I could get behind that horse. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. Um. Yeah. So this just kind of keeps talking about how they have a beautiful gait, which I think is crazy. Just to talk about how horses walk for like three paragraphs. It's, look at his walk. He puts one foot, and then oh, there's another foot. Would you look at that? No, but it's like <laughs> it is it's like crazy, look though. at his walk. So regal. So, so perfect. Beautiful. So graceful. Beautiful. It's just a horse. It's <laughs> the grace of an angel. It probably poops on the stage when you're walking it around. Imagine watching a person walk, and you're just like the most graceful thing I've ever seen. I love that game. And then they just poop. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, damn, that was a horse. That was a horse. (laughs) It pooped. Uh, It says Pasofinos are also seen in parades, drill team competitions, cow penning, endurance competitions and they are a dream for trail riding and uh to learn more about vivaldi de besselu you can go to besselu.com buy my besselu do you guys want to check out see what let's give it an investment yeah, let's give it a little how much does one besselu i don't think this um farm gets a lot of web traffic i have a sneaking suspicion <laughs> uh i have a feeling that this was made by one guy as like a vanity project <laughs> Holy shit, he's got like an auto-playing video of him walking like what looks like a sickly-ass horse around. Maybe it's like the perfect horse. Maybe it's Vivaldi. I don't know who Dude, it is. Dude, what are those steps? It's, it's so tiny. Oh, it's like those doing really... the... It's got like little dainty legs. I think they get trained to do that on purpose. Aw. Yeah, just kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's what a world of horse. Welcome to Besselu, it says. And the text is so small I can't read it. Goddamn Besselu. Break out the magnifying glass. All right, I clicked the button that said our, our claim to fame. Holy shit, whoever made this website's an idiot. The, 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 <laughs> the fonts are like 
two-point font. It doesn't even look fancy. Like, you got to be a horse to read that. It's like fine print. Oh, my God. You can't even it's see like it. It's like fine print from any advertisement. <laughs> yeah. I love reading terms and conditions. Like control scroll. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, there's some more Besselous in the family. <gasps> we have Resorte de Besselou, Monarca de Besselou, <laughs> Profeta de Besselou, <laughs> Michael, Michelangelo, Leonardo, <laughs> I have to resort to my Besselou. Uh, Simpolo de Besselou, La Marquesa de Besselou. Oh, these are the most European names. Prestigio de la Quenseria. Besselou de Besselou. Soñadora de Yerba Buena. Oh my god. Of the good herb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sabanera de Potero Chico. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Giordana de Besselu. Okay. There, we go. there we go. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, kind of neat. Very cool. Yeah, so, so cool, uh, speaking of neatness, uh, no uh, listener mail this week. Shame, shame. But if you have anything to send us, like, you have a fun Amazon listing, or you know of more funny horses. You can send an send email. Send us horse stories. Yeah, crentfresh at gmail.com is a great place for that. Uh, you can also send it to me at Manana Hammock on Twitter, or you could send it to the at crentfresh Twitter handle. Ba, ba, ba. And uh, um, it's time. No, you gotta <laughs> give me what's your handle. Oh shit. <laughs> Um, my name is Goose Bims. That's, um, my name is Hanko, but my Twitter is... <laughs> <laughs> because this, is, this, this isn't the intro, Hanko. <laughs> my Twitter handle is at Goosebims at Twitter.com. Yeah, if you want to find me, it is at It's Fancho Huddy Noah Pontrophe. Uh, who's this? Noah Pontrophe. Noah Pontrophe is no comps. No bullshit. Uh, it's, it's at Vape Duck, the one and only. Yep. With the one and only post. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you to uh, Bulldata for the use of our theme song, Roadhouse Ruse. Um, check out magnamorphous.org for more content. And uh, follow Crentfresh at YouTube. Oh, and if, thank you to uh, Big Man Tyrone. Yeah, yeah. And, follow hey, man. Cr- and follow Crentfresh at YouTube. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Bulldata, did we forget anything? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We forgot to upload a bunch of it. <laughs> we, have a YouTube, we have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll remember the password someday. You don't. You could just. I, I could get you to. Pressing, pressing. All right. Well, I think on that note, we'll uh, ship it off. We'll. We'll just. Uh, we'll. Pedro Pablo Patero Edmonds Powwow. Magnamorphous, magnamorphous, magnamorphous. Dot org.